0: Hello everyone. This is James from Pickle Giraffe News, and this is Pickle Giraffe News with another episode of Pickle Giraffe News. So I hope you guys are having a pretty good day today. If uh, if 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 you want, that would be great. Um, we have a few things lined up for today. Um, today is. Uh, going to be the or this episode is going to be the last episode of the year so that's kind of cool um you know so uh if you listen to this um uh in a week's time uh you'll be like whoa it's like uh something from the past uh because right now it's 2015 uh in a week's time it'll be 2016 um because that's how uh years work it's in an incremental um fashion and um you know uh it's just uh, I really hope that everyone has a really, uh, really nice year. Uh, Two thousand sixteen hopefully is gonna be is gonna be a good one for everyone. Um, now uh, I have some stuff planned for this episode here. Uh, I have a review coming up in a second, but I wanted to start off with something that that I kind of had for a little while. Uh, this is um, this is a, a kind of a short list of hard uh, Nintendo. Uh, nes games nintendo entertainment system games um everyone remembers that period as being kind of a a hard uh period for games you know there's a lot of difficult games out there uh games that uh don't really have any rhyme or reason towards like you know how to solve how how to solve like a puzzle or anything like that a lot of times it's just like uh they they're so it's not convoluted because it's not that hard it's just it's so You you know, outside the box, like you wouldn't think of how to solve this certain puzzle or or do something like that. Um, Now, uh, a list of common games that you'd see on these lists, um, things like Battletoads, Ghosts and Goblins, Ninja Gaiden, um, uh, Millen's Secret Castle. Those are all really uh, tough games. Um, You know, I haven't had experience with all of them, uh, but I've always heard um, about how difficult those games can be. Um, whether they're just difficult in terms of, of brawling like uh, battle toads in terms of what the fuckness like uh, Mill and secret castle or just you know just just any 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 different reason why these games would be difficult um, but I kind of wanted to go over uh, a few just a very short list um, of games that I've always found to be very difficult uh, for the NES and uh, you know I grew up in a NES house so, you know that's kind of the games that, that that I grew up on more or less, and uh, you know I there are other harder games out there I know, but uh, these are just kind of ones that uh, that I I have had some some uh, some trouble with in the past. Uh, this is not in no particular order by the way, uh, because you know there's no way it can be in any particular order. Uh, but one thing that always stuck with me was was a game called uh, Fester's Quest. Um, that's on this list here because. Uh, I don't know how many people are familiar with it. Um, you know, people do know of of Adam's family. That's kind of a common, common thing that people know. Um, that was you know TV show, some movies and whatnot. Um, but uh, Fester's Quest was a was a game that came out in for the NES. And uh, I I encourage you guys to go watch some videos of it. Um, it's it's very very hard and just. I don't know if it's just me remembering it, but I did remember I, I did uh, play it a few years back, just trying to see if I can like you know try it as an adult, and still it's it's just it's not very good, um, and I remember getting it uh, for the NES when it first came out, and it was just it's difficult. I, I can't even put into words like like why it was difficult. It's just like one of those things that didn't make sense. Like you you started playing it and you're like I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. And I don't even remember getting past like the second stage. Like, there's the top part with the um, the neighborhood, and then you go down to like a sewer or a basement level. But it's just I never got past those, and it's just it's just it's a thoroughly broken game. And I, like I said, I encourage you guys to go try it out at least um, if you can, uh, because it it just doesn't make sense. It's just it's nice knowing that there are um, improvements in games recently that uh, you know. You can actually get a game now, put it in, and actually beat it, and you know it's more fun than how games used to be. So it's kind of kind of nice seeing how they how they were. Uh, Next up on my list is something that's kind of been talked about a lot um, recently. Uh, It's it's from the makers of uh, of a very popular game, and uh, it's it's kind of kind of crazy. Some people are having you know a lot of fun with it. Um, I just I never. I never had um, very good luck with the game, um, and uh, and of course I'm talking about Destiny. Uh, Destiny is one of the hardest NES games that I've ever ever played. Um, you know when I when I tried it on the PS4, uh, it was it was fine. Um, you know everything worked as it should, but trying to stick the CD into an NES, um, it's pretty impossible and I don't know what the what the developers were thinking um, and it's just it just doesn't work and I haven't I haven't been able to really get it going uh, there have been some times where I um, I noticed that the uh, the CD was melting so I'm assuming that that was that was a good sign uh, but after it melted it, it didn't really do much after that um, and it's just kind of a waste of sixty dollars you know like maybe there'll be some patches that come out for it Um, but as far as I'm concerned, Destiny just does not work on the, um, NES. And it's, it's kind of a shame because, you know, I would love to play it. Um, but I just, (laughs) I just, I don't know. Maybe, hopefully, hopefully I can play it sometime, um, in 2016. Um, next up is, um, is something that I like, like, uh, I like a lot. But, um, again, it's just, it's way too difficult for the NES, um, on the box, it says that it can be done in about two minutes, um, but when you put it in, it, it takes a lot longer than that. And 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 when you put a hot pocket into the NES, it just doesn't cook. And uh, I don't. Again, it's one of these oversight things that you just don't. Uh, that the company or that the uh, the developers didn't even care to care to pay attention to. Like you know, they're they're they they put these these hot pockets in the freezer section of the of the stores and everything you get it expecting to put it into your NES and you go home, put it in and nothing. And I honestly I don't know. It's 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 difficult and I can't even get past the first boss. That's that's how difficult it is. Um and next up is uh, or the last on this list and it's, I know it's a short list, but uh Jenga um, Jenga is a very tough game, uh, to, to play on the NES. Um, you know, there, I wish it, it works. I, I will give you that, that it does work. Um, it's, Jenga was released as a, um, as a, a secondary, uh, controller type thing. Like, you know, you buy the box for Jenga. It's kind of like Rock Band. You know how when you buy Rock Band for, the, for the consoles, you know, you get a giant, um, you get a, you get a, a uh, guitar controller to play with, and you get the, the CD. You put the CD into the, the Xbox or whatever, and then you start playing with the, the guitar. Um, they released Jenga as a standalone, um, one that can be used with the NES. Basically, what you do is you take out your NES, you put the blocks on top of the NES, um, and it works as its own thing, but I wish there would be some type of feedback for... Um, uh, from the Jenga pieces, so like when you took a, a piece out, like it would go through the NES and it would co- pop up on the screen, to tell you how many blocks are left. You know that would be kind of a cool thing. But as it stands, uh, no pun intended, um, it is a uh, uh, it's a diff- difficult game for the NES, um, mostly because when it f- when you actually do fall and you have to Jenga that shit. Um, you know, it uh, it, it makes a lot of noise too, and it could break the door, of the hinge on the um, on the NES. But you know, I just I just wish it, it would be a lot easier if it had some type of feedback to the TV screen. Uh, but that's just my opinion, and I'm just not sure why they did it. But it still stands as one of the hardest games that I've ever played on there. Um, so yeah, so th- those are my my four uh selection uh or my four games that I've always had trouble with. Um, games and, uh, frozen pastries, um, that I've had trouble with on the NES. Um, so I hope some of you, you know, hopefully you guys can agree with some of that at least. Um, and then, uh, next up here is, uh, I'm, this is going to be a a first time, uh, that this happens on, on the, uh, the Pickle Draft News podcast. Um, I was lucky enough to go see, uh, a few movies this holiday, um break uh this past week here um i've seen two really big movies at the theater uh one of them was star wars uh the force awakens and then the other one was the hateful eight uh both movies were really good um and i wanted to talk to somebody about it so i recorded a segment with uh uh with with a friend of mine um and uh who I, who also saw those movies um and this will be the first time that we have a, a co-host on uh, on the, uh, the podcast, um, other than the, the J.J. Abrams uh, uh, interview a while back. Um, this is going to be the first time that I'm actually, you know, you know a, a friend of mine, rather, is going to be talking to me. Um, but uh, I pre-recorded that, so I'm just going to uh, take a moment here and, uh, and uh, play that for you. Hey, everyone. This is James, and I'm sitting here with my good friend, Gordon. Uh, Gordon, we've been friends for about, uh, what is it, about uh, 15 years or so?
1: That is correct. It has been about fifteen years or so.
0: Um, and you know, we had the privilege of going to see um, go see uh, Star Wars and Hateful Eight uh this past week, and uh, you know, we're just gonna kind of give you guys a little bit of an insight of how we thought and you know, or what we thought about the movies and everything. Um, first off, overall impressions. What did you think of both of the movies, Gordon?
1: I enjoyed both of the movies very much. So.
0: Yeah, I did too. I thought both of them were were um were uh, very well-made uh, movies um, and uh, let's just kind of go over it and, uh, and I do want to clarify for everyone at home um, listening uh, or you know on the road listening or uh, anywhere listening that uh, my friend Gordon here um, is actually my friend
1: that is correct I am your friend
0: and he is uh, not just my voice pitched down a few uh, a few levels you know it's it is my friend we have known each other
1: that is correct we do know each other and I am not pitched down at all I am my actual person and uh, this is me I am Gordon and I am a real life human being that is that is correct you are real life and I'm gonna
0: reach over and touch you now
1: oh you touched me
0: (laughs) I didn't mean to. (laughs) I didn't mean to hurt you
1: but that did hurt me I'm sorry it is okay
0: okay okay let's just just get past that um the, uh, so the Hateful Eight. Um, I thought the Hateful Eight was, was really great. Uh, Quentin Tarantino did a really good job with, um, with, with, uh, with, with the movie. And I think, uh, you know, it worked pretty, pretty well. Um, everything about it was gory. Uh, the story was really well, uh, put together. Of course, all Quentin Tarantino movies were good. Um, but, uh, just something about it, just, you know, it, brought back really good feelings especially it it uh reminded me a lot of reservoir dogs um in a lot of ways like it's like a mix between django unchained and uh reservoir dogs um it's very funny there's some pretty good moments in there uh some good monologues and such um that i, I really really enjoyed it
1: i also enjoyed all of the monologues and such
0: yeah i mean i remember you actually stood up uh gordon and um during one of the monologues and you, sh- you shouted that how much you liked that monologue
1: I am very enthusiastic about my enjoyment for those monologues.
0: Yeah, it, I, I I remember. Yeah, you 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 applauded every time someone did a monologue. Uh the one thing I didn't like about the movie is that it wasn't long enough.
1: <laughs> I don't think that's funny. If that movie was longer, I would have been bored.
0: Yeah, I mean I was just teasing you. know, I thought it was a, it was it was a pretty good length um for for a Quentin Tarantino movie. You know, he, you expect his movies to be long. Um but uh but yeah um, and Star Wars uh, so Star Wars was really good too um, I'm not going to go over any spoilers um, but um, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it uh, I know Gordon you are a very big Star Wars fan is that correct?
1: I am a huge Star Wars fan I like stars and wars
0: um, what did you think of, of this movie? do you think it lived up to the expectation of what people were expecting for, for a new franchise or do you think that it was, it was kind of in the same realm as the, as the prequels as people were fearing
1: I enjoyed the parts with the robots, very much so.
0: Yeah, the, there's a lot of robots in here, um, and I liked all those parts, but did you think that the, the
1: movie itself uh, stood up on its own? I like to stand up on my own and give applause for monologues for Quentin Tarantino movies.
0: Well, unfortunately, this was a J.J. Abrams movie, so there wasn't much time for you to give a monologue. Um, I remember you did stand up when Kylo Ren uh, started talking for a little bit and, um, you were like, I like monologues. And, uh, you know, everyone in the theater, uh, told you to shut up. And it was, it was pretty funny. You know, I think everyone did a really good job in this movie. Uh, there's a lot of, a lot of good new characters. Um, that's the kind of issue that you you had with the, um, the prequels is that no one really, I didn't really care about any of the people that were in there. Like, you know, Hayden Christensen played, uh, Anakin. Um, and it was just, (laughs) it, it, I think George Lucas's, um, uh, tried or he tried to make uh, you care about the characters, um, like you know, because you knew that it was going to be um, Darth Vader in the end, um, but it it just you know, it, Anakin just never really made you care about darth vader like you just wanted to see darth vader be darth vader again and like it just didn't work uh the way it should have um but i think the way they handled kylo ren in this movie and pretty much all of the the new characters like you actually care about seeing them in the next film um uh who who was your favorite character in in the new movie
1: I like the droid, the ball droid. The ball droid was the best part. BB-8 is the best part of this movie because he's a robot and he rolls around on his ball and it's really funny when he tries to go downstairs. He's like, uh, uh, uh. It's really funny the way he goes down the stairs and I I wish he had a monologue that I could stand up to and applaud to.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, that would be pretty funny if he did have a monologue, but he did kind of, you know, beep and whistle a few times, so I guess that kind of counts as a monologue. But other than, other than him, uh, did you like any of the other new characters, you know, mostly like the pilot Poe, uh, there was Finn, there was Ray. there was Kylo Ren, uh, you know, who who was your favorite?
1: I didn't like any of them because I wish that BB-8 was a bigger part of the movie and I want him to have a his own role, his own movie. I wish that the spin off movie would be about BB-8 and it would be called Spin-Off because the ball likes to spin off of things, like stairs.
0: That I guess that would be kind of a cool, interesting concept because you don't really find out about his origins as much in the movie. Um, so I, I'm assuming, though, that we'll see some type of origin story for BB-8 just, or hear something about him because, you know, uh, you got the background story behind... Uh, um, uh C3PO and R2D2 like you kind of seen how they kind of grew up or not grew up but uh you know came to be part of of the franchise as they
1: did I just want to see how he has a monologue Uh
0: yeah yeah the monologues would be cool I agree But uh but yeah so I think uh I think you would agree with me Gordon when I say that uh, everyone should go check out these movies um both of them are very well done uh I highly recommend uh, seeing both of them in the theater uh, especially if you like uh, Quentin Tarantino go see Hateful Eight um, we've seen it in the 70mm uh, which looked amazing um, and uh, it's just going to be recommended Don't, you agree correct Gordon?
1: I completely agree that both of the movies are good and they're all very well made movies I like monologues I hope that I came across as a monologue lover and that I like monologues a lot um Twino is a good director and I like all of the movies that he has made things like movies and other movies
0: alright um Gordon I will never have you back on the show I hope you have a great day and uh back to me alright thanks me um so that pretty much does it for um the uh the episode uh for today and for the end of for this year, I guess you can say. Uh, just one quick uh, on-location segment here where, you know, if you guys remember, it's uh, me going to a different city every day of the year um, last year. And uh, and uh, this one took place in good old Paris. Hey, everyone. I'm here in, uh, in, in, uh, in Gay Paris. Uh, there's the Eiffel Tower. You can see that it's um, being pointy and shit. That's all. Bye. Um... Uh, Just a quick reminder for everyone to uh, just be good. Be a good person uh, in 2016. Um, Shitty people suck, and you shouldn't be a shitty person. Uh, Being a shitty person makes everyone hate you, and um, just try to be a not shitty person. Um, Just try to be a good person. Um, The one thing I hate mostly about shitty persons and shitty people is that shitty people are typically people that are shitty, and I hate shit, um, shit is stupid, uh, and there's a lot of shitty people out there, so, try not to be, try not to be so shitty, and be a good person, just be a nice person, treat others with respect, don't shit on them, and just be a good hearted person, um, that's my, that's, that, that's, that's my request. That's my, um, the request that I, uh, request upon you to be, to, to be, and to, to, uh, to, 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 to uh, to, uh, to, uh, to do this next coming year. Um, yeah. Just be not shitty. Bye! Bye-bye! Goodbye. I'm signing off. Goodbye. Bye.